Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah Alladhi hadana lihada Wa ma kunna linahtadia Lawla an hadana Allah Wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah Wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna sayyidana Muhammadan Abduhu wa rasuluh Allahumma salli wa sallim Ala sayyidina Muhammad وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فيا عباد الله اتقوا الله أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله عز وجل فقد فاز المتقون My dear listeners, brothers and sisters in Islam Let us have taqwa in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by obeying all his commandments and staying away from all his prohibitions May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Grant us and our family members steadfastness in our faith and taqwa. Amin ya Rabbal Alameen. Dear listeners, the sermons over the past few weeks have emphasized on how a believer can achieve success in this world and the hereafter. It is achieved by making sacrifices and increasing our good deeds. However, the spirit of wanting success should not only be for one's own self, it should also be for one's family as well. Allah reminds us in Surah At-Tahreem, verse number 6, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا قُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ وَأَهْلِيكُمْ نَارًا Which means, O you who believe, save yourselves, and your families from hellfire. According to the scholars, the meaning of saving ourselves and our families from hellfire is through Islamic upbringing and by instilling good values amongst our family members. This goes to prove how the most important form of education and upbringing actually begins at home with our family first. Proper upbringing based on the Quran and Sunnah guides families to success in this world and the hereafter. However, when one does not receive the right form of upbringing, it will not only bring harm to himself, instead, it will also have an impact on society. Brothers and sisters, let us observe two stories from the prophets regarding good upbringing. The first story shows the gentleness of our beloved Prophet Muhammad when instilling values in a child. As narrated by Umar bin Abu Salamah who said, When I was a child, I was under the care of the Prophet and in one incident, my hands rushed towards the food that was on the plate. The Prophet peace be upon him, corrected me by saying, O son, mention the name of Allah and eat with your right hand. Hadith narrated by Imam Bukhari and Muslim. The second story is about Prophet Ibrahim salam and his son Ismail salam, as recorded in Surah Safat, verse 102. فَلَمَّا بَلَغَ مَعَهُ السَّعْيَ قَالَ يَا بُنَيَّ إِنِّي 
arafilmanam Qala ya bunayya inni arafilmanami anni azbahuka fanzur madha tara Qala ya abatif ilma tu'mar Satajiduni insha'allahu minas sabirin. Sadaqallahul azim. Which means, when his son reached the suitable age to work with him, he said, O oh my beloved son, I saw in a dream that I was going to sacrifice you. So tell me what do you think of it? His son answered, O father, do as you are commanded. Insha'Allah, you will find me among the patient. Subhanallah. Look at how beautifully the Prophet ﷺ treated the child with tenderness and love. Similarly, when Prophet Ibrahim ﷺ was ordered to sacrifice his son, he called his son in a compassionate manner, full of love. Also, notice how Prophet Ibrahim explained to his son what he was commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to do. Prophet Ibrahim did not portray himself in a manner demanding to be feared by his child. In fact, Prophet Ibrahim displayed a consultative approach with his child allowing him to exchange his opinions and views. This is the attitude we need to instill in ourselves to build a strong family, the attitude of inclusivity and unity. This is because the success of a family is not the responsibility of an individual, but it is the collective role of each family member to try to understand one another. Dear beloved listeners, In our efforts to provide good upbringing, there are times when we need to seek advice, opinion and assistance from others. This does not mean that we have failed in bringing up our families. However, it is part of our effort in building a good and solid family institution. Sayyidatina Fatimah once complained to Rasulullah about how exhausted she felt when managing her household chores. The Prophet ﷺ then taught her to read the Tasbih 33 times, the Tahmid 33 times, and the Takbir 33 times to help her to relieve her fatigue. Hadith narrated by Imam Muslim. If we need advice regarding our household issues, we can seek professional help, for example, from our Qadi and Naib Qadi. They are asatidas trained in dealing with family issues. For your information, the Registry of Muslim Marriages, or the ROMM, has provided a platform for married couples to consult the Qadi who officiated their weddings for marital advice under the program Bursamamu. Hence, if we need expert advice, let us consult the Qadi or Naib Qadi and discuss openly with the hope of finding a solution in order to strengthen our family relationships. Brothers and sisters, 
let us establish good relationships with our family members at all times. Besides striving to guide them in the best way possible, remember to always pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make our family members the comfort of our eyes and place them among the righteous. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless our families and grant them success in this world and the hereafter. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah al-azim li wa lakum. فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته